Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Before we get into some of this Jerry Jones stuff, though, uh, Antonio Brown, this is according to Josina Anderson, uh, it was issued an apology, and he had the team captains standing with him. Uh, and he basically went in there and issued an emotional apology at a team meeting on Friday morning. So uh, we'll see will that go, where that goes from here. Because what could happen? Could the team captains go to management and say, hey, we've all bonded together and we need him and we're on board. We don't want him to miss. Because I, I think after hearing that they can get out of his guaranteed money next year, I don't think it was any accident that they went ahead and, and fined him and, oh, yeah. and led to the just, you know, combustible he, situation and the suspension because basically they're like, we're sick of this headache. We want out of this thing. We don't want another year of it. Right. And if he's not on the active roster on Sunday, Ben, then they can void this year and all the guarantees. Right. So this and, is a manipulation to try to get back on that active roster to get that guaranteed money for the next season. Absolutely. And I think your point about the uh, team captain standing with him is, is pertinent there because if – It'd be real easy for them to go ahead and go, yeah, go. you're on your own there, A.B. We're tired of you already. But the team captain standing with him because it, if the players get – if most of the players get A.B.'s back, well, then it's the general manager versus his team. Yeah, you it's, know, a, it's so, a pretty interesting chess move by him to do that. Right. Um, and then in the middle of all this is Gruden saying, uh, he's got a good heart somewhere in there and – God, I love the football player. I do. I watch him play. He bleached his heart blonde. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyways, we'll see where that all ends up. Um, but if uh, if he's if he stays suspended heading into Sunday, then uh, that's certainly a mess. And you know, for these kinds of things, if if Mayock says no, he's suspended, and we don't owe him this stuff anymore, then an arbitrator gets involved, the players association gets involved, all those kinds of things to figure out who's right and who's wrong, and that just becomes even uglier. All right, uh, Jerry Jones was on the show earlier today, right out the gate at 10 o'clock. He he's normally 10.30 on Fridays with us, but he had some things that he had to attend to, so we certainly accommodated uh, Jerry. But when he was on the show earlier today, uh, right out the gate, we asked him if it was safe to say that the Zeke negotiations, had they become a little bit personal, it's clip number 61, Shippy. Well, I, when you say a little more personal, I don't know that it's any more personal uh, with Zeke than it was for uh, Lawrence or it is for any player. Uh, th this is uh, life-changing and really can be if uh, everybody would uh, be prudent with uh, uh, how, we, how we and they do their financing. But that's another story. But it is life-changing. And uh, it is sensitive. Uh, we all are sensitive about money matters. It gets sensitive between family members, between friends. Uh, it's the nature of that. And the uh, challenge is to uh, uh, make this thing work out. Uh, you know you're not saying something to somebody you think a lot of, or you wouldn't be sitting there 
usually negotiating with them to begin with, you know you're not saying things that are music to their ears. And so uh, how you do that, how you handle that, uh, some of my greatest moments were in these negotiations. Uh, Michael, Irvin, uh, it just was uh, so uh, special to be around Michael. Uh, I don't have but a thousand stories about him, but we were there. He was doing his own deal. He, uh, His agent just was not a factor, and we were sitting there side by side with each other, and uh, he put a number there, and, of course, I, we had our number, I had my number, and uh, I said, Michael, when he put his out there, I said, Michael, there's an old West Texas town. It's called El Paso. <laughs> so on that number, I, El Paso. He broke out laughing. I broke out laughing. He said, give me the damn contract and just uh, signed it right there and said, let's get going and play some football. I can't, I can't handle you. I think <laughs> Uh, so we're talking to Jerry of, Jones. A lot of uh, sensitive things, and a highly, understandably so, sensitive time. There's so much good all stuff right. there. I love all those old stories. I never yeah. get tired of them, no matter how many times I've heard them. I've heard that one uh, quite a few times. That one's awesome. And I, I, I'm stunned by a guy who's on the radio so much, you know, twice a week. It's not like it's a ton. It's great every time. Yeah. Like every time. And you, and you typically hear a lot of new stories. And how is that possible? Like uh, my sweet dad, you know, I, I, I knew all his stories pretty quick because I, I heard him all the time. He's always oh, telling that story again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, Jerry tells tells new ones all the time. That is one I had heard before. But what stood out to me is, is he said some of my greatest moments. I think he mean I meant to say some of my greatest memories, but I bet they were some of his greatest moments also. Right. I don't think that's what he was trying to say. I think he was trying to say some of my greatest memories. And I loved how he said, Michael's agent was just not a factor. <laughs> That's pretty great, too. We're over here getting a deal done. You stay out of it. <laughs> um, there's a lot of good stuff to get into. We can get into the gambling stuff. Do you guys, guys want to go down the uh, pie wormhole here? Oh, that was the best. Okay, let's set this up with, uh, you know, we were talking about the Zeke back and forth, and then he gets into the idea of the pie. And, Ben, you, I think you asked him the question, when with only so much pie to go around, do you want Dak to play out on his rookie deal? That's clip number 64, Shippy. Well, again, uh, we're not going to talk about the details of uh, anybody's contract here, and we don't do that, so I'm not trying to just uh, give a stiff service to uh, 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 Dak. Uh, but uh, the facts are uh, uh, that there is a pie, and there is a limit. In any institution or any individual, there is just a limit. And uh, I can give you examples of when we got the limit. Uh, we've had two seasons where we had to cut our practice squad in half. That's your guys that make a minimum, minimum, minimum salary to be a part of the team. They practice. We've had to cut that in half because we didn't have enough room under the cap. It goes under the cap. Uh, I, we had to let uh, DeMarcus Ware out of here because we couldn't pay him. We were out of cap room. He went over to Denver and with uh, Wade won a Super Bowl. So it's real. There's a real pie here, and as the pieces go out. Now, uh, do you plan on uh, that happening with what you've got out in front of you and with what your expectations are that you'll be paying? No, you, you, you manage that. You plan on it. Uh, but if anyone gets out of kelter to a significant degree, it disrupts the plan. 
and then you've gotten too much pie out of the pan uh, to get the rest of the job done. <laughs> I've never heard that. You get too much pie out of the pan to get the job done. Also, I've never heard him at the beginning. I've never heard this. He said, I'm not trying to give a stiff service to Dak. Yeah, that was pretty shocking. A stiff shocking. service? That's pretty shocking. I guess he's trying to say, what is he trying to say there? Crazy. I, I, it, I was blown away by what he said there. I thought it was very inappropriate. <laughs> very inappropriate. I've never heard it called a stiff service. Uh, uh, not trying to give a stiff service. Uh, what was he trying to say? Is he trying to say? Give a stiff service. Um, maybe he's trying to say he didn't want to do Dak a I disservice. Mean, yeah, that's what he, that's probably what he meant. I, I don't. I like his Rod's ready. I know. I, that's why I go to the low T center. Yeah, I mean, Rod's ready for you. You know, he's he's on the other side of the ball. Who's Rod? Uh, Marinelli, the def- the defensive yeah. coordinator yeah. there, Kevin. But then we started talking about did Zeke take up too much of the pie? And by the way, I was also sitting there thinking about Byron Jones and him probably getting a stiff service out of all this. But we actually asked him with regards to so much pie going around. Uh, what is it's clip number sixty six, Shippy? What is your favorite kind of pie? <laughs> I don't know. Are you really serious talking about? Yeah, pie? absolutely. Yeah. I want to hear what you like. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, I like too much of several of them. But uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I'm quickly here this morning say coconut, and uh, when it's uh, when it's done. The way that uh, a lot of people around me do, I have a wonderful friend that uh, she sends over a couple of pies about every quarter. Whoa. And, uh, it's usually a chocolate pie and it's coconut pie. And uh, I have to absolutely tie myself in at night to keep them going down in the middle of the night and getting in that. <laughs> it is just hypnotic. He didn't say. It is hypnotic. He said he's got to be tied down. <laughs> <laughs> at night from not going and, and getting a piece of pie from going and getting in that. That's so awesome. Maybe I'm implying my own stuff there, but did he say go down the hall to get in that? Can you, can you play that again, Jimmy? I'm sure to hear the whole thing again. So That's great. amazing. So okay. great. <laughs> I don't know. Are you really serious talking about Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear what you like. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, I like too much of several of them, but uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I quickly here this morning say coconut, and uh, when it's uh, when it's done the way that uh, a lot of people around me do, I have a wonderful friend that uh, she sends over a couple of pies about every quarter, and uh, it's usually a chocolate pie and it's coconut pie. And uh, I have to absolutely tie myself in at night to keep them going down in the middle of the night and getting in that. <laughs> Who's in the BDSM? <laughs> God, that is so awesome. I love it when Jerry gets uh, stops talking about sports or business. I, I love it all. Yeah. But, I, you know, we've heard the Joneses from the All or Nothing docuseries talk about hot dogs. Yep. I could listen to that all day. Like, we don't have a lot of time with him. We could talk to him for hours. Right. I mean, I'm super – I wanted to ask him this. We just didn't have time because we had serious stuff we had to ask him. But I wanted to ask him, what do you do when you're not making giant deals or working? Like, do you think he sits down and watches Yellowstone on TV? Is what Did he watch Breaking Bad back in the day? Is like – what pop culture is he into? What does he do in his spare time, or does he does he read? Does I he... bet it's just nonstop action. Like, I bet there's just so many different things, so many different irons in the fire, that when he's not doing those things, I bet he's sleeping. Because I think that stuff wow. is constant, and he's got so many different things going on. And we've talked about this before. I was so amazed that, 
And I realize the people over at whatever it is, Austin Construction, or whoever built that stadium out there get mad when I say Jerry was the general contractor, but he was. He was the one calling the shots. Uh, I'm not saying he was out there organizing engineering plans and stuff, but he was overseeing all of that. And that's a full-time job unto itself. And so what, one of the things that, uh, you know, is just so interesting to me about Jerry and him, to, and he talked about this. We don't have time to get into it here, but talking about how he's more involved than ever before and he's taken more meetings than ever before. And as we sit here, we're mesmerized by his words. And they got that, you saw that they had the Zeke shirt made up and they've already sold 200 of them in one day. Did you see that? Yeah, and proceeds going to the uh, Salvation, Salvation Army. Army. And Zeke didn't know. Zeke didn't know. But, and we will get into that. And we will get into that. But I want to say this. You can't tell me the Cowboys wouldn't have this product. I don't, do, you guys, do you guys have trouble sleeping at night? Yeah. Yes. Okay, you know how yeah. they'll sell those sound effect things? It'll be the sound of the ocean or uh -huh. the calm. What if it was just all of Jerry's stories on a loop? Oh, my God. Reading your bedtime stories? You would fall asleep in 30 seconds. Ben, it would be so soothing to your soul God. to hear Jerry deliver those goods. I would love that. I, I would buy it. Uh, I would buy it for sure. And let's do this. Let's get the latest on the Cowboys from Mickey, and yep. then let's get back into the Jerry audio. I'm cool with it. All right, we'll do that next as we continue to broadcast from Fort Worth at the Eagles Nest 8455 Boat Club Road. The latest with regard to uh, Zach Martin's back, all, all the things that you need to know about next from Mickey Spagnola right here on the Ben and Skin Show 105.3 The Fam. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's get into some of these Jerry cuts. Back into them until we do hear from Mickey. Can we hit the quick Antonio Brown thing real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely. Ian Rappaport saying that there's a chance he now plays on Monday night, that things have changed so quickly after his apology today with the captains by his side. Ian Rappaport saying there's a chance that he plays Monday night. That's what you that was. You get stuff wrong all the time Insane. that's what that is that is a manipulation with the captains to try to get back in that game and to try to get that money guaranteed for next year the, the report that i saw yesterday was that if he is on the roster and active as veteran status his 14 million dollars this year is guaranteed if he is on the roster on monday yeah it's a, i said sunday earlier they're playing a monday, monday night, night oh is it yeah. this year's money not next year's money yeah the for the base salary for this year is guaranteed oh, okay, it's this year so it has yeah. nothing to do with next year no but he had some guaranteed money for next year too he'd basically void out 30 million dollars of guaranteed money oh, okay that's what i thought so it is both years yeah it is, yeah but if he's on this year then boom he's right. they got to pay him the whole right. year that's what i thought unless uh you know there's some drug suspension or peds or whatever um all right, so let's get into uh, back into some of this Jerry stuff, and I, I think this is a good place to get. If you if there's a specific place you want to go, Ben, I'm I'm up for it. But the gambling stuff is pretty damn good too. If y'all want to hit that up, um, you know we've been talking a lot about the sports betting and the gaming and the effects it's going to have on the NFL. And here's Jerry's comment on that. It's clip number sixty-seven, Shippy. Uh, we're talking about uh, value as it relates to television. Uh, speaks to the numbers of people that are watching and then how long they're watching. To some degree, how intent they are to not leave the screen. 
the NFL is so fortunate. We culminate, our interest in football culminates in the fourth quarter of the year. That's when the majority of the interest is to get the buyer in front of the TV set. That's Thanksgiving. That's Christmas. So our sport is so fortunate. When I first bought the Cowboys, I had the head of uh, ABC and ESPN, Dan Burke, tell me, I don't believe you guys can screw this up, owners. And I hadn't become an owner yet. But he said, you're right where the money is, serious money is, in television, the NFL football. Secondly, your game was built with uh, uh, no intrusive stops, but it stops a lot. We can shoot messages at that time, so we can do so much more communicating than uh, any other sport. But listen to this one. Now, this is almost 30 years ago. He said, the biggest thing you got is, I don't care if it's in season out. I don't care if it's uh, uh, in the game or out of the game. It is a soap opera 100% of the time year-round. We can't do without it on television. It just stays out there, and you're continually promoting it uh, with all of the annex of everybody involved. It's television goldmine. So that when you add gaming, and gaming increases the intensity, increases the interest, boy, they're hanging on every word that Romo's out there saying, talking about how the safety's lined up too far past the hash mark. He can't get over and cover the corner. Those nuances. Romo would be a card counter. They wouldn't allow him to get in a, uh, a vision as I see gaming and football, and I'm teasing, just like they don't allow card counters in Las Vegas. But the bottom line is our game with gaming already has. We have tremendous interest in NFL because of gaming, fantasy football, those areas. So it will enhance dramatically and grow enhancing, probably more dramatic than from the time I've been in NFL football, just because it's going to increase the interest, intensity, numbers of eyeballs on the TV set. God, man, it is. he makes a very compelling point. I don't think he's wrong at all. It's going to take the interest to a whole other level, and it's already the thing that is dominating television the most. And uh, man, it is. I'm, I'm, what do you do? You have a good feel for when we're talking about? I mean, so much of it is regional and you know state legislated and stuff, and so to the point where it's just free and easy everywhere. I'd bet we're still another three to four years. Well, I bet it's on the same course as the weed legalization stuff. Mm-hmm. I bet they're on pretty similar tracks. God, it's crazy to think of that, man. And, and, uh, and there was news today that the Cowboys, uh, you know, have part of their Dallas Cowboys app is going to be in-game mm-hmm. uh, prize money that you can win for doing stuff. So it's all headed that way already. If you get into a car accident, you go into a coma or something, God forbid, you wake up and you're going to be like on the patio of a restaurant smoking a joint, making a bet, legal bet <laughs> with the remote control or something. <laughs> going, it's like, what the hell happened what? here? What happened while I was out? Uh, joining us now, a guy who may or may not ever partaking that out on a patio while gambling it is the great mickey spagnola how you doing mick i'm doing good uh real good sorry we got so many mics here i grabbed the wrong one hey all, all good not not a problem at all hey uh, i want to dive in with uh maybe the biggest stories we need to know about but with, with regard to the cowboys here on a friday but i want to know about zach martin is is there any level of concern within the organization or is zach martin's back just kind of a real minor thing I, well i don't think it's minor but I, I'm, I'm not sure it's of great concern going into this game. I think they were being as cautious as they can uh, with him 
uh, not giving. And so when they list him as limited, that means he didn't do every single thing that they did in practice, but he did something. And uh, he was expected uh, from the looks of things that he was going to practice fully today. Now, it's a lighter practice today. Obviously, they're not in pads again. Uh, but uh, I, I think he's I, – I had gotten kind of the okay clearance from him that he would be ready to go. What is your estimation of – like, there's a lot of people that think that this Giants team is one of the three or four worst teams in football. Do you, do you think they're that bad? What is your estimation? Yeah, I don't team? buy into that, especially until you see it. I mean, you know, on paper, okay, fine, but you never know when we get going, right? Uh, I mean, if, if you had listened to everybody's, uh, you know, kind of predictions for the two teams that played last night, they're going to the playoffs. And after you watch that, you're going, they ain't going anywhere. Hmm. So first games scare me. Uh, and, and if I was a coach, I'd, I don't know that I could handle that, the, the anxiety going in the first game because there's so much unknown. But, yeah, I think especially those first games, I, I wouldn't take a darn thing for, for granted, and I've seen too many of them uh, flip-flop and go against the grain. And, you know, and you don't want that to happen in the first game, but then you kind of right the ship. And because these teams don't play hardly any – uh, of their guys a, a, a decent amount of snaps in preseason. And, you know, this is the first time out, and sometimes things happen. I think we saw it last week in college football. I think we saw it last night. Um, I mean, I don't know who was favored to win that game, but neither team looked like a playoff team. But, again, it's the first time out, and you just don't get guys enough snaps in preseason games to be ready to go for that first one. So, Mick, is, uh, are there any other big stories or things you're tracking today on, on a Friday before the uh, opening weekend? Well, just trying to, you know, get a, get a feel for, you know, where they're going to go with this, uh, how much they're going to use Zeke. And, uh, and that looks like a too deep to be determined once the game starts uh, to see how he's handling it, to see if he's uh, in the flow. You know, and it may take him a series or two to get going since he hasn't really – uh, done a heck of a lot from a team standpoint you know you can do all the conditioning and running and all that stuff you want but it's not like seeing things and seeing guys in front of you and figuring out where you go and where you need to cut so uh, I, I, I think that you know I don't think they want to overload him but I think if it's going well then yeah ride it and uh, if it looks like his legs are giving out then you know you got to be careful and that's the same thing with these other guys coming off of uh, injuries that didn't play in any preseason games. Demarcus Lawrence, Tyrone Crawford, Byron Jones. Uh, they've got to keep uh, Amari Cooper. They've got to keep an eye on those guys because the last thing you want to do is, you know, push them uh, further than their capability, physical capability, and then you end up with a soft tissue injury, uh, and, and they're going to miss two or three games. So I think they've got to be very careful with those guys. So, you know, there's been all this talk about depth on this team. Well, they're going to need it, I think, for this week and maybe even next week so they don't wear out those guys because they're going to have to rely on uh, the Kerry Hyders, Taco Charlton's, the uh, Dorrance Armstrong, uh, you know, maybe even Devin Smith, uh, Tavon Austin, more than you would in a, in a regular game just because of those guys coming back from injury. And the same thing uh, at cornerback with Anthony Brown. Jordan Lewis, you know, you may see those guys more than normal because, I mean, who knows if those guys are ready. They probably have a feel for it, but we haven't seen it. Uh, and until they get in the game, 
Uh, I, I, I just really think you, you don't know. Now, from a Zach Martin standpoint, it's different, right? You don't rotate the offensive guard in there normally. So uh, it, it, he's got to be ready to go, and maybe that's why they're being a little more cautious with him this first week. But, again, when you're dealing with a, a bulging disc, uh, those things you never know when they're going to act up. Enjoy the game this weekend, Mick. We'll talk to you Monday, dude. Okay, sounds good. See ya. There he goes, Mickey Spagnola. Um, before we go to uh, this next segment, guys, I want to play you some audio right quick. Yeah. A little mystery audio. Uh, I haven't played this for you. I saw this on the tube last night. And uh, we'll just play the audio first, and I'll get your immediate reaction. Shippy? Okay, so I have been told I've got to find the box. The box doesn't have a name, but if you get the box, I can get everything. Problem is, I gotta get somebody with a box, Scott. So what I need is somebody out there, if you've got the box in Shenzhen, China, mm -hmm. and you don't mind having some visitors at 1 a.m., I'll slide you a few one, if you know what I mean. <laughs> all right, I'll play it for, have Shippy play it for you again, but first okay. of all, do you know that who that is talking to? Is that Dean Blandino? No, but that's, that's not, a, that's, uh, works in the world of sports. Lookner. That's not Lookner. Oh, it sounded like Lookner for sure. Uh, I hear it again. Okay, play it again, Shippy. Okay, so I have been told I've got to find the box. The box doesn't have a name, but if you get the box, I can get everything. Problem is, I've got to get somebody with a box, Scott. So what I need is somebody out there. If you've got the box in Shenzhen, China, mm -hmm. and you don't mind having some visitors at 1 a.m., I'll slide you a few one, if you know what I mean. Wow, I can't tell. Scott, he said Scott. So Scott Van Pelt. Yes. So it's someone on Sports Center. Yes, and I'll give you a hint. He's very tied into LeBron. Oh, that was a uh, Winhurst. That's Brian Winhurst. Oh, okay, yeah. And and is that that was being played? I was like, man, there's some. This is really shocking audio. Yeah. Why would he say that? He's out there trying to get the box. And he's willing to come over late and slide you a few ones for it. And he'll go all the way to Shenzhen, China, for it. <laughs> so he is apparently, he's over there covering the World Games in Shenzhen, China, and he can't get the Cleveland Browns game over there, and there's some <laughs> mysterious thing called the box. It sounds like a fire stick or something. You know, what's crazy is I've been to Shenzhen, China, uh, and there's like a whole different internet there because oh, it's really? all government regulated. It's oh, not, you don't just yeah. get online. Right. It doesn't work that way. Right. There's like even those apps like uh, WhatsApp and things like that. Yeah. That yeah. You can't, there's no getting or circumventing the way they communicate over there. Right. Like they own everything. So it's not like, yeah, go uh, peruse the Internet, see what you can find. I just I found that to be amazing audio as he was willing to slide someone some money to look at their box. Yeah, no, I think that was pretty wild. I don't think it holds a candle to what happened on the fan last night from 1025 to 1035. Really? I'll just say that during a segment in which the power ranking of the hottest NFL coaches by division was happening on the air with <laughs> Jeff and Jared, myself and KNC and Reggie. Uh -huh. How did you rate uh, Coach Garrett? Oh, no, yeah. The, NF the NFC East is not in great shape, man. Uh -huh. It's the Peterson NFC West. Peterson looks good, dog. Yeah, but then go get you a good look at old Shermer. Get you a good look at Jay Gruden. The <laughs> NFC East is not doing well. Yeah. Not now, at. the I AFC West was voted most sweaty. Uh, Andy like Reid, sweaty try hard or yeah. just overweight and like, sweaty. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, Vic Fangio is real old. Yeah. Uh, Gruden, yeah, but he sweats a lot. I feel like our buddy with Whew. the Chargers. In oh, Anthony Lynn was yeah, he's yeah. super hot. He's yeah. dashing. We we uh we we decided that Mike Tomlin was a top five hot coach. All right, Salina's um, own though. Uh, Anthony Lynn, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so from Salina, that he's solid. 
I, did, I, I think, if anything, that audio, though, skin confirms to me that uh, Winhurst is a guy who has to pay for it. <laughs> there was zero to get, doubt about to that. To get games when he's out, to pay for the internet when he's on the road, to he expense was, it. He was in another co uh, country begging Van Pelt to tell him where the action was. He was so willing to pay <laughs> and for Van it. And Van Pelt knows. He knows. He totally knows. All right, it's the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we'll go through the remainder of the NFL games from the weekend and get you ready a lot for a lot of good football action. That's next on The Fan. It's the Ben and Skin Show coming to you live from the Eagles. Nest in Fort Worth, 8455 Boat Club Road. Stop by and see us if you're in the area. And uh, we love these guys out here, and they're doing a really cool thing. They're sponsoring uh, a, a very special athlete, Dave Villarreal, a Marine Corps veteran, five-time stroke survivor, part of the 2020 Paralympic team, uh, plays 15 different sports. Uh, the, Eagle, the Eagles Nest sponsors him. Over 100 medals, all in a wheelchair, 60 gold medals, uh, salute to you, sir. God bless All you. Right, Dave. God bless the Eagle's Nest. Thank yes, you, sir. Man. Thank you for your service to our country, and thank you for, for your courage for what you continue to do. Just so freaking impressive. Super nice guy. If you get a chance, go over there and, and meet him and say hello. And God bless the Eagle's Nest for doing it. And God bless NFL because it's back. Yeah. Time for footballing. Let's roll through the rest of the NFL schedule and kick these games around. And let's start with uh, we've already gone through a lot of the schedule. Let's pick up where we left off, and that is Buffalo. <laughs> At the Jets. The debut of Cole Beasley in the AFC East, Ben. So that, that means one of these teams will definitely get a win. So yep. I, I wrote an article on 1053thefan.com. You guys can go check out at some point. You can find it on my Twitter timeline at KT Fun Tweets. It was kind of a, a week one preview. And my buddy, or our buddy, uh, Jesse from the Kimmel Show, is a big Buffalo Bills fan. That's and right. he hit me up with, man, he didn't have much to say about that game. Because uh, I didn't. <laughs> There's just not the, – the Bills and the Jets are just consistently garbage. So Yeah, and this is why, I mean, dude, all due respect to the Pats. So uh, the the Sloppy Choppy Sandwich said this earlier today on the station, and he's right. Uh -huh. That's probably the worst Patriots team to win a Super Bowl last year. Don't you guys agree? Uh, yeah. Okay. Probably fair. Maybe. It, they all beat right. the Chiefs. The, the uh, no, no, no. You're talking offense. about talent? I mean, yeah. And, and yeah, keep and maybe. keep, But keep in mind the way the Chiefs played in the first half of that game. Yeah, and given the way that the, the Patriots played to win that game. Yeah. That was that, – that, yeah. that Super Bowl last year and that whole run was the, the brilliance on display of amazing coaching, making adjustments, shifting, doing something different. Of course, guys being able to go out there and execute it. But the whole point being is that the reason the Patriots were in the position to do the things they do – it's because they played the Dolphins and the Jets and the Bills six times, party people. Every year. And one of those Dolphins games, they lost on that wild-ass <laughs> kick at the end of the game. Yeah. So the whole point is that as the Patriots approach their season, it's borderline disaster if they don't go 4-2 or 5-1 right. in, the, in the conference, in, right. the, in the division. I'm interested in Josh Allen. I want to kind of see what he is. He was terrible last year, uh, completed 53% uh, of his passes. Uh, he had two more picks than touchdown passes, but I do want to see Cole Beasley. Uh, Cole Beasley's never scored more than five touchdowns in a season, has just one season of 675 yards. But I think he's going to top both those numbers here. I think they're going to get him involved a hell of a lot. Can, can you give those Allen numbers again, what would you say? Let's see. Go he, back to your draft notes mentally here, KT. Yeah, he. Uh, let's see. He had uh, completed 53% of his passes. Isn't that what he did in college? Yeah, right and he had there, two yeah. more picks than touchdown passes. I mean, that's him in college. He completed half his passes. It's a factor with his feet. 
Uh, it's interesting with Josh Allen and Sam Darnold because they are in that new wave of quarterbacks, and I think we constantly talk about quarterback rankings and tiers and all that stuff. you got this old guard of Rivers and Breeze and Brady and uh, Eli Manning and all these guys, and Ben Roethlisberger, all these guys who are about to be getting out. And you have this new wave right. coming up. So it is right. interesting to watch those guys. But sure. overall, probably the game I'm least excited for over the weekend. It won't, yeah. it won't be as good as last night's game. It's the interception bowl. Uh, let's move on yeah. to uh, the Redskins at the Eagles. How are you guys feeling about this one? I think that I am a little more, uh, let's just say, I'm not as sure that the Giants are as horrible as everybody thinks they are. I'm very confident that the Redskins are as horrible as everybody thinks they are. I think after this weekend, the, the consensus will be that the Eagles are the runaway favorites in the NFC East because they are going to absolutely demolish the Redskins so badly that everyone's going to be talking about. They're going to be in the top three of everyone's power rankings. I actually think what Mickey was saying about how week one games always scare him, I think that comes into play here. I mean, I think about the Eagles and Redskins about the same way I think of the Cowboys and Giants. A game that could be dangerous. I think the Cowboys and the Eagles are two teams who will win those games. But it's a game that I'm never quite sure of just because the nature of this division That's over fair. the last 15 years. That's fair. I think uh, Philly hammers them, though. Carson Wentz in 20 home games has thrown 37 touchdowns and only 11 picks, averaging 254 yards a game. Uh, Trent Williams, left tackle Trent Williams, not expected to play. So <laughs> this is over him being disgruntled with their training staff, right? Yes. He so he's just he going to forfeit play. the season? I, I think he's going to come back and play, just not this week. I think he'll be back next week against the Cowboys. I want to, I want to face Eric Flowers next week. Or is Eric Flowers playing guard I think now? He's playing. Yeah, I think he's starting either way. Oh, my God. So great. All right. <laughs> next game, Colts at Chargers. Oh, yes. Jacoby Brissett, baby. I think this is a, a really interesting game. I, I think the Colts will still be good. Um, I don't know that they're Super Bowl contenders anymore. But, I, I mean, the Colts are going to be good, and the Chargers were really good. T.Y. Hilton said this is the best team he's ever been a part of. Huh. There's a story about Chris Ballard and the head coach uh, getting together with the owner, with Ursay, and they were looking at their final 53-man roster. And Chris Ballard smiled and said, looks good, let's go. So even with the Andrew Luck stuff, they're at least playing it up as, hey, we're going to be fine. Uh -huh. Now, all I can ever think about when it comes to the Chargers is, hey, the fact that Melvin Gordon's going to be holding out. Yeah, so what's his So he's not deal? playing in that game. And then, you know, tonight or Saturday night, you got Phil Rivers, and he's hanging out in his room, and he's got all these kids, and Is this one of the kids storms into the bedroom, and he looks his wife in the eye and says, let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. Is his wife currently pregnant again? I thought he had another one on the way. I swear to God. I'm I not just always assume he has one on the way. I think uh, you should just keep that as a drop for the future. By the way, uh, Keenan Allen, uh, he's got a bad ankle, uh, but he's supposed to play. There's just a little bit of concern there. He's caught 199 balls over the last two years. He good. Yeah, he's he's real good, man. And he's always it seems like he's always banged up just a tad. That that's got a chance to be a really fun, entertaining game. I think just, it is. There's yeah. a lot of question marks going on with both of those teams. Joey Bosa with uh, a sack in five of the final six games to end the year last season, so we'll see if he can pick up there. Bosa, Bosa, Bosa. Next game, uh Bengals at Seahawks. I'm not sure if there's a less inspiring team to to watch than the Bengals, but I thought Pete Carroll at his press conference said some interesting things. He said, they're new, man. I don't know. This ain't Marvin Lewis anymore. Uh -huh. They hired Zach Taylor, who was with uh, another McVay clone. Okay, yep, one of those yep, guys. Yep. Uh, or a McVay wannabe, I guess, kind of like LeFleur. And Pete was like, they're different. So I got no 
Like, we don't feel great about knowing what they're going to be about. Do you know who's not different? Andy Dalton. Yeah, yeah, Andy Dalton went 0-6 and on the road last season. By the way, their offensive line is a total disaster. Yep. Uh, and it's going to be a bloodbath for their offense. All hurt, and that's why I think Joe Mixon is kind of getting – He's kind of getting sacrificed out there because I don't think he's going to have anywhere to run. I mean, I can kind of think of Joe Mixon the same way I think of David Johnson. The offensive line is going to be crushing them all year long. But Seattle, you know, I think most, I'm going to view this from a Cowboys standpoint. I'm going, go Bengals because I want these NFC teams taking losses as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't think it happens here. By the way, Jadavion Clowney will get to enjoy that terrible yeah. offensive line trying to block for Andy Dalton. I, I wonder what kind of shape he's in and ready to rock and roll. Uh, he's probably pretty good. Ready to, they, they, the reports where he was set, like he was going to report to Houston camp, but he got butthurt that they were talking about trading him because right. he wasn't there. But it's a fair question. I, I worry about every guy who's not there right? Uh, when they arrive. Yeah. I could see him being gassed, not being able to go full power, but that yeah. line sucks so bad it probably won't matter. Uh, let's move on to Lions at Cardinals. I'm excited to watch it. Because and Kyler. It, it'll be on at the same time as the Cowboy game, so I won't be locked in, but I'll kind of have red zone happening on another screen, you know. But I'm excited to see it. I wonder at what point in the season we get burnt out on being excited about the Cardinals because they are so bad. Yeah. You know, we're super pumped for Kyler. I mean, not just aside from being the number one pick in the draft. It's a local boy, and he never lost in high school. He won, went and won the Heisman when he finally got his chance to play. He's just so fast, and he's fun and electric to watch. He's got a great arm. But, my God, that is a bad football team. Yeah. Uh, the Lions are bad, too, though. They're pretty bad. Uh, they allowed uh, 29 uh, touchdowns through the air last year. Picked off just seven passes. I do want to promote, I mean, obviously, I want you guys to go to 105.3thefan.com all the time, but The Ringer had a great article on Matthew Stafford and what he's gone through with his wife uh, having a brain tumor. And then just the fact they talked about how last year, how you would never have known he was playing the role of mom and dad and teammate and quarterback and face of the franchise and team leader and doing all those things that you never would have known. He had so much on his plate all year long, but the way he was at the facilities, you never would have known. I feel so like I think that's really cool. And there's yeah. a couple of good things about him getting off social media because he was like, this isn't making me any better. Right. <laughs> but. It's just a, it's a good article on Matt Stafford, who's a local guy. It's, yeah. And, you know, it's okay to pull for guys like that, you know. I'm sure our listener realizes this by now, but he grew up with Clayton Kershaw. They were yeah. buddies growing up. Um, so remind me the details of the beer chugging. Did his wife chug that beer, too? Or did she just post it? Do you guys remember all that when it was going down? There's been a lot of memes mm. in the world, man. Because I remember, like... so it was Stafford and his wife, and there were two other people, and there was beer chugging. But I want to say I thought his, his wife chugged a beer, too, which I thought was really kick-ass. Oh, he chugged it after Aaron Rodgers couldn't chug it. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right, let's move on to 49ers at Bucks. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in eight starts with the Niners. He's averaged 283 passing yards with a 93 quarterback rating. He's a beast. That's the uh, that's the other, like, big, you know, I was talking about the way I feel about the Panthers and just not knowing. I put the Niners in that category. I don't know what this this team is, and I think it's really hard to know because of the Garoppolo injuries. Sound the alarm for the KT Fun Tweets Fun Game of the Week. It is Bucks and 49ers. Is that right? It's going to be high scoring. It's going to be messy. You don't know what's going to happen. Both quarterbacks are going to throw it to the other team twice, but also throw it to their own team for four or five touchdowns. We're looking at a very fun game of two teams that are probably not going to be very good. 
Well, and I guess there's no one. I don't even know who the backup is in Tampa now that Fitzmagic's gone. So, hmm. Jameis going to – because, I mean, that's pretty yeah. weird for your franchise quarterback to not get the ball certain games because the journeyman got hot. So, uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is Jameis's time to really show if he is indeed a franchise. He's in a similar boat to the guy who went right after him, Mariota, that we were talking about earlier. Mike Evans, one of only uh, three players in league history with 1,000 receiving yards in each of his first five seasons in the league. Okay, watch out for Godwin this year. Yeah. Godwin going to be good. Yeah, he's going to be in the slot. Uh, all right, let's go Steelers at Patriots. Uh, and this is going to be Pittsburgh. Fun. Uh, Sands Antonio Brown. Fun, man. Yeah. That's a great way to start the season. That's our Sunday night game, isn't it? Sunday night. Yeah, that's a blast. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it's so funny, too, because these are these are franchises where, you know, as long as you have your quarterback there, it's like the song remains the same. A lot of guys keep getting turned out and different. You know, go to different places, bring in new guys, but they always sort of maintain that pitch. And uh, I wouldn't ride off Pittsburgh until they finally just fade off into the sunset. Juju is going to be a lot of fun to watch. And then who steps up as that wide receiver, too, the, the role he was playing? James Washington, who uh, went to Stanford High School out in West Texas, near uh, near Olney, actually. All right. Uh, for Oklahoma State guy, or is it Dante Moncrief? So they've got, they've got guys who are decent players uh, that they can kind of spread the ball around to. And you know what? They still have – it's weird. They still have Ryan Switzer. I know. You still run him I out know. there. Isn't that really, strange? Uh, by the way, this is part of the reason I would want Antonio Brown. Juju Smith-Schuster ran 62% of his routes from the slot last year, okay? Oh, uh -huh. wow. Um, yeah. Without Antonio Brown this season, he's only run 15% of his routes from the slot. So the point is that when he's outside, he's going to be facing, you know, the best corner on each team mm -hmm. in those situations, which is going to make his life a little bit more difficult. So... Having uh, having Antonio Brown helps everybody out on the offense if you can just tolerate his shenanigans. And then finally, we're up against it, but we can uh, at least look at the Monday night game, Texans at Saints. It's the first one on Monday night, Texans-Saints. Oh, yeah, there's two of them. Yeah. You know what? Let's, let's do those games on Monday. Yeah, we'll Great do a lot of time on Monday. Two games. We'll get into those on Monday. Coming up next, Brian Broadus joins us. We'll get you ready for the Cowboys-Giants on a football Friday with the best in the business. Brian Broadus next as we broadcast live from Eagles Nest 8455 Boat Club Road in Fort Worth. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.